0: We set up a time to meet prior to when we start. When you show up three minutes before you start. I was here. I was trying to get this thing situated. It sucks.
1: I show up typically an hour before the show.
2: Yeah, tell the people why their time is invaluable. found the most downloaded HVAC entertainment podcast on the interwebs welcome everybody to the HVAC overtime show I am your host curious hVAC guy joined by my bestest friends this week anyway Joe somebody and Chris Stefanovich what's up guys
1: hey Not much man
2: hey yo so we got an awesome show tonight we got uh, Jason Abjuet Abshoot. Abjute Abjute
1: or, or, orbits? Orbi- orbits orbits Jason Orbies yeah something like that
2: or Orby suits but yeah, yeah so we got Jason well, Abjute on the show tonight going to talk about um all the wrongful deaths from A2L refrigerants um the the pending pending litigation of all those wrongful deaths and um how to avoid dying by explosions while you're and doing we, we gotta talk about the propanes
1: things. too that are in a2l's because oh dude there's so many i don't know long. if
2: we are gonna have enough time to cover all the propanes I know, I know. that are in there but yeah I mean we will get to as many as we can yep so real quick before we get things going as you'll notice adam's not here tonight he is pulling some overtime on um this passive house project that he's been working right. on trying to get uh trying to chase down what do you say 50 cfms 50 he's 50
0: trying, CFM to, trying to find yeah, yeah yeah, yeah nice. uh, so make thanks it, brian
1: thanks brian again you're up. you're awesome that's really cool but as usual man um you no know, adam sent <laughs> us a bunch of pictures nice and one. uh it's pretty crazy what he's having to do and uh, we'll mm-hmm. let we'll, we'll let adam tell the details but some of the pictures didn't look like it had anything to do with hvac like it looked like he was cutting holes in interesting like place
2: that one where he cut a hole in a watermelon the hole yeah. was like that big i'm like i don't know if that watermelon's leaking cfms bro <laughs> you know
0: even off gases yeah i don't know what's it yeah. doing? and
2: then he he stuffed it between two cushions of a couch and then, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, not let's what you're save the rest of that one so, so we'll cover that, that video you were
1: talking week. about watching bill the watermelon one.
2: Oh no that was another video <laughs> about it about a dude who's just he is like a super endurance athlete
1: got it, got in a,
2: it. well yeah, yeah 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 i'll tell you when you're older <laughs> <laughs> so anyway anyway oh, real man. quick i want to give a couple of shout outs shout out to uh our best friend in the whole wide world randy and his little buddy luke who uh, i think you're watching that show tonight and uh also a shout out I don't know if he's watching but there was this uh this dude that I met in my airco boiler training class in New York last week his name is Travis he's a literal giant um, <laughs> he he makes me look like a young boy in wow. more ways than one because we wow. had a shower while we were there too but dude was a giant he wears a size 18 boot are you kidding oh. me a size 18 oh, boot geez. like i it, it blows my mind but yeah what so, does Clive wear uh 14 same as me wow. i think i think it's 14 same as me but yeah, so yeah, Travis, you're watching. What up, yo? He was a, uh, he was a train guy, so I guess I can't say too many good things about him. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So what's yeah. up? We got a, uh, uh, we got oh, a lot boy. of stuff to cover tonight.
1: Yeah, why don't we uh, bring Jason on so we can uh, get started on this? Because I really Absolutely. want to know about how many propanes are in that. So, yeah.
2: I think my fridge just exploded downstairs. Your it just exploded. exploded. What's up, Jason? How you doing, nice. man? What's <laughs> going
3: on? That's a great intro. Oh.
2: <laughs> What's up, Jason?
3: How you doing?
2: I see your son's watching.
3: Yes, he is.
2: Yeah, dog. You how you le- doing, buddy? You guys let him out of the dog crate?
3: Yes, we did. <laughs> just for a little while, because otherwise, it will put some things you. get bad. So yeah, you gotta
2: change the newspapers.
3: Yes, the pads, <laughs> those uh, urine pads and stuff. So
1: we're getting there we're getting slowly he's 11 we're working let him
2: let him get them zoomies out real quick and then put yeah,
1: it back yeah right, right right yeah oh that okay that i get it now
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i finally realized who that was that said that so that was funny
2: <laughs> so, what's so, up so how's you? everybody doing what have you been up to
3: um well a lot of meetings a lot of uh <clears throat> webinars a lot of traveling to get to these uh training
1: uh dude there is no way that i could deal with the amount of meetings and i I mean just the limited amount of meetings and zoom meetings that i have just for my little videos thing is insane i couldn't imagine being on a true corporate structure meetings about
2: those meetings
1: (laughs) the problem is some of these things are like four hours long
3: all right and after a while you're like man i gotta pee can we like take a time out here or something the meetings
1: are
2: like four hours long
1: yes
3: are it, there,
2: like, is there like a, a presentation mixed in with uh-huh. the meeting? There is, yes. Okay, I guess, I guess. Wouldn't that's... it
1: be entertaining if like your guys' meetings had those stupid teenage kids that were bombing like the school meetings during COVID? Ooh. Like, wouldn't that be hilarious if you had this corporate meeting and these four kids just come in and just start? Better idea.
2: Next time you're doing a meeting, Jason, send us the link also we'll just say we'll bomb it like i'll just come in there i'll just sit there and i'll watch porn on this i mean you guys believe that look at that Look, look what that dude's doing look what those two girls are doing with that one cup holy shit you're not supposed to put that in it'd be it'd be great
0: it would be pretty epic yeah oh
1: man oh yeah i couldn't i, I I've, I've been doing a few corporate meetings lately with some people and I just i I literally had to have a meeting before the meeting they, they were they, we had a meeting to tell us what we were going to talk about and then
2: yeah, oh man I wish adam was here he knows a lot about meetings
1: so Boy. I've been doing a lot of training as well yeah that is
3: they are beating down the door everyone is beating down the door for training right now
0: Any okay. specific before anything I think- training Yes, before anything, I think we should give the audience a little synopsis of where you're from, where you come from, because some point. people don't even
1: know you. That's true. That's so, true. We all know each other, but that yeah. is true. We're all talking like everybody knows who you are. So, what's right. your story, Jason? Um, I was raised on the South. No, I, my <laughs> name's Jason.
3: I work with the Esco Group. I am the director of. Um, I have a title.
2: Hang on. Yeah, sure. Come on, bro. It's- you don't know your title. No, oh, it changes they,
1: quite a bit actually. Tell me, oh. tell me it's that really catchy title that I'm seeing on the corporate names right now. Uh, what what do they say here? Uh,
2: Liaison to Books. Yeah. Is that silly. your title? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it is the Director of Government and uh, Industry Standards.
1: Oh, Director yeah. of Disruption. That's the one I've been seeing lately. Minister Prop- of Propaganda. Yeah. That is it. I am the Minister of Propaganda. Propaganda. There we go. <laughs> That's funny.
3: <laughs> so, uh, what I basically do is, uh, I attend, I'm part of a lot of committees with the, uh, the EPA, the Department of Energy, uh, government in general, ASHRAE standards, building codes, and I take the things that are relevant to our industry and I try and turn them into uh, English uh, at at our level and, and bring it to the... I'm a former teacher, I taught for 15 years, I'm a contractor, I still do service calls, so <clears throat> I like teaching. And this part of it allows me to educate the educators, so to speak. So. Uh, it is fun and rewarding in that regard that <clears throat> you see the light go on, and if you teach a teacher, then they can go on and teach everybody else. It's like what Adam said once. And I was like, I was trying to explain to everybody there is no propane in A2Ls, and Adam's oh like, now you tell 10 friends, and they'll tell 10 friends, and
1: hopefully but it spreads it that only way. But like two guys in a Facebook message, and then all of a sudden it turns into 20, and people are like, Yep, everybody, and it's like, Good mm-hmm. gosh. There is so much.
3: There's so uh, much media is so for, yeah. for some things, but for other things, it is absolutely a disaster.
2: because the thing is, is you can spread fear faster than information that makes sense. Like you can you can educate people. It takes when you're educating people, it takes a much, much longer than something stupid that they yeah. can be afraid of.
1: And 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 the, the I guess the thing that's hard for me to understand why there's so much hype that's negative hype, right? Um yeah. it, it just it doesn't make sense, but I've also been in the industry for a long time, and you know, and it's like I'm I'm kind of used to this. But there's a lot of new people, and they're just I don't know. It's it just seems like some of this stuff is getting kind of silly. The the rumors, but it's very similar to me to 410 because when 410 was rolling out, there was that fear mongering going on, all the uncertainty, and the lines are going to explode. You're kind of like that. to yeah. explode. Oh, the have man. a different set of gauges. You. Don't ever let the oil touch your hands. And I mean, just it just goes and goes and goes, you know. And it just,
3: I will say this that the transition from R22 to R410A was a bigger deal than the transition from 410A to R32R454B. The pressures, temperatures, oils are very similar or the same. The only thing that's different is the flammability class. So, and when we did the transition from twenty-two to four ten, we had to deal with a different oil, a yeah. higher pressure, um, different size units, different gauge, all of these things. And um, when we make this transition, and it's already ongoing in some states, some states, it's uh, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, it, it again, everything is very similar to what we're already seeing and what we've yeah. been. R thirty or R four ten A rather was not meant to be a permanent solution. If we look back, uh, all R410A is is R32 with some flame suppressant, R125, and it's fifty-fifty. So when Europe transitioned to 32, our building codes, our, our standards were not up to date for flammable refrigerants in all these applications. Sure. So all they Sweet. did was take 32 and put 125 in it
1: until it became yeah. an A1, so and that's how we got 410 so the 32, were they already trying to make that back then the mm-hmm. refrigerant, but then it wouldn't work. So then they added the, no, the- it
3: worked just fine. The right. problem was it was a 2
1: l Yeah. The policies. Okay. Cause they, so we didn't have building
3: real. codes. We didn't have standards. Yeah. None of our stuff. Now I don't know if you go to like Europe, the, the building codes and standards are, it, it's way different. Like here in the U S there's six different building codes, 17 different States are on six different codes and they can have home rule where some cities have codes and others. Um, the whole, you know, the whole state has to follow one code. So updating the codes in the U.S. is is a ginormous task. Uh,
2: any tools that you're going to be working on for A2L just have to be uh, high temp rated for all the fire that will be starting.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, honestly, there there's a few things that they're doing to some of the tools, but I want to step back real quick. One of the biggest things is that majority of the best practices when it comes to A2Ls have been our best practices for the longest time already yes oh my god i mean seriously it's things that we forgot you know when you hear bergman talk about you know evacuation right evacuation was a thing before any of us learned this crap and then it kind of got forgotten and then it kind of came back up and it's coming back now and those are best practices purge with nitrogen cut components out you know i mean it's, that's all common if sense. you're
3: doing these best practices your install will be the exact same install you did today or yesterday yeah, yeah. the only so, difference is going to be um pre-installation evaluation of the job site to make sure that this unit can go in this space once the unit is sized and on the truck the install is the exact same
1: yeah and, and let's let's clarify too that a2l's at this point, are not gonna be used in retrofit applications, they're no, only no, gonna no. be used in new mm. installs. So everybody needs to calm their britches here, you know. I mean, and it's gonna take a time, it's gonna take so, a while for this stuff to roll out. So
2: real real quick. Um so A2Ls, there's uh what are there a one L's, A3Ls? Like
1: what, what is here, wait, like, nice, You're Jason. On it. Give it you, you know the can you give a super condensed story yeah. of it's... the A2L? All right, right. first of mm-hmm. it, there's a myth first of all
3: that A1s are what we call non-flammable and that is completely false. Right. A1s means no flame propagation. What that means is no flames under certain circumstances. Are they flammable? Hell yeah. Okay. If you have a house fire, 410A burns just oh, yeah. fine. 22 burns pretty good too. Um so under test conditions, what we would call normal operating conditions, 410A didn't f- know show flame propagation so you have a1 which is the lowest and then you have a2l a2 and a3 now for those of you that are oh b is the toxicity so a lot of people like ammonia is ammonia is a b2l it is also just as flammable as 454b or r32 but it's toxic before it becomes flammable so the immediate danger if there's an ammonia leak is the toxicity and not the flammability that's what we're worried about that's why it's a b2l but it is flammable just like 32 and 454b and the big difference Mm. there is burning velocity minimum ignition energy heat content there's a lot of things that go into the ASHRAE testing when they try if I showed you images of the a like 410a flammability testing there's a flame there you boy, oh, A1s are not flammable I can show you pictures of A1, yeah, 10 a flaming just fine. R22 flaming just fine. But they don't meet the definition of an A2 or an A2L.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. Yeah. That is true because that's methane. It's a, it's a really weird fart. You know what? I don't know anything about farts. Let's move on. <laughs> A2L. Because <laughs> it is methane. And I did write a book about gas heating. But nice. A2Ls are, they burn slow. I'm going to tell you what. Can you light an A2L on fire? Yes. Mm-hmm. You'll be disappointed in the flame. You'll be There won't be an explosion because it doesn't have a quick enough uh, burning velocity. It doesn't put off a lot of heat content. It won't sustain itself. So if you were to take a torch and put it to a 2L, uh, would it ignite? Yeah. If you pulled the torch away, it would extinguish. It doesn't make, create, burn enough heat to keep itself uh, ignite it doesn't burn fast enough or hot enough to sustain ignition. You'd have mm-hmm. to keep that source on it now. They to are closer
2: them. to A1s than they are to
3: A3s.
2: Why don't you tell that to my family that died in the A2L A3, explosion?
3: The A3s, the A3s, I will point be. out that I did once die of an A2L explosion too, but here I am, right? I mean,
1: so it was only once, but point. I'm good.
2: Yes, that's a good point.
1: And then the A3s are going to be the uh, the hydrocarbon refrigerator. Yes. Uh, Protein, isobutane and, the yeah. um 600 or, a and 290 yeah. right and they
3: just went through uh an update as well and the
1: uh we up to 300 grams 200. now on
3: 300 the 300 and 500 right 300 on doors and drawers
1: 500 on the open yeah so oh, that's wow. gonna right. open up a lot of supermarket stuff right there because the supermarket cases were getting pretty crowded a few drug
3: dealers out there 500
1: grams is a little over a pound i mean you guys should know that <laughs> okay. yeah, we would be surprised though with <laughs> yeah. with the amount we should <laughs> of the, amount of the uh, efficiency you get out of those hydrocarbon refrigerants so i mean it is very high yes yeah. i mean just using dumb logic you can look at a evaporator um and compressor size you know of equally you know sized refrigerators from 134 to 290 and there's a huge size difference lower compression
3: ratio, higher yeah. heat transfer,
1: very good oils are super small. They can do yes. a lot with a little. So cool. So
2: where do you think where do you think the this this myth or these ideas originated from about uh the A2L having so many different propanes <laughs> that they're it's basically like I've heard that it's the same sort of fuel that Vin Diesel uses in all his cars on Fast and the Furious nitrous like it's all a2l refrigerants when he hits that button that's not nitrogen that's a2l refrigerants <laughs> slamming in that motor exploding out the back and he's driving 100 miles an hour down at the end as it explodes
1: that, yeah. okay that's very descript and you really really thought that through didn't you yeah i was gonna say holy cow <laughs> family. that's a great even, scenario even okay. family right family <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, but where do you guys think it? like where does this originate from like I, I i understand like it's probably a little bit of fear mongering
1: it uh, is social. I, media, I have a theory yeah. but i want you to say it first jason it is social media that's all
3: i mean people fear change there's a train coming down the tracks and you have two options you can stand in the way and get run over or you
2: can get on board well yeah because nothing stops a train so what are you going to do
1: <laughs> so i want to tell you guys my theory and i, I want to hear this i think that um these, uh, rumors and stuff come just from pure ignorance. I think that, um, and, and I'm telling you this from experience. Okay. Because there's been a lot of points when I've been very ignorant about things and just the, the vibe of the rationale that you're coming up with, uh, just simply because you just don't understand and you're slightly afraid of something. I I don't think, you know, I don't know, but social media makes it spread for sure. That's the issue we're facing. So there's this, what do we got there? You get a new clock radio. If your internet wasn't like a potato through a glass lens, then we would really be able to see what you're showing us. It looks like Joe's trying to give us an example of something right now. <laughs> Joe, I know, right? It's not me. Anymore. It's not Joe this time. No. What's this guy doing over here? He's just at. this is how, Bill. you know that one time I let Bill do my live stream and he literally started doing a Rubik's one. <laughs> so I will this. say this. There's a saying that
3: if you own a company or a contractor, and I found this to be true as well, that if you do a great job, that one person will tell one person. However, if you do a bad job, that yeah. one person will tell six people, and that's how information spreads. So, yeah. th- like you said, there's a there's an ignorance there. There's ai don't want to. Yeah, I'm kind of scared of this. Somebody's th- if we use the f word, and it's not the f word you're thinking of, it's a different f word. It's a real long one. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got people's attention, and they think, "Well, 290s use 290 is propane. It's used as a refrigerant. Uh, they must mm-hmm. be talking about 290." There are so you have A1s, which are 410A, 22, 404A, and you have A3s, your 290 isobutane propane. There is stuff in the middle. There's this gray area in the middle. Uh, of things that are flammable but not quite so flammable there's a lot of specific conditions that need to be met in order to become flammable there's that gray area in the middle and that's where we're at right now
0: yeah now from my understanding let's go back to that question because some people don't know from my understanding tools are all rated or, or should it all be a lot played? of them
3: have been yes for the last few years even your analog gauges if you go into your local supply house there's a set of r32 gauges that have dust on them sitting on the wall they've been there for like three years they got dust on them but they've been there
1: yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, and, and and but but again we're not saying that this is going to be a cakewalk we're not saying that this is all going to be super easy this industry is ever changing and just like any new thing coming into the industry there's going to be speed bumps like you know, and, and, you know, everybody's going to have a hard time. The biggest thing though, when it comes to these new technologies that are coming out is we need to just be thorough. We need to do things right. And you need to know when to ask for help when it comes to designing and sizing things and being more we prepared stand for jobs, you know? Yeah. No, so I'm not, I'll yeah. give you this example based on what you just said back in the
3: day, if you will, my son always gets on me when I said back in my day, Back in the day, dentists used to fill your teeth with mercury. Mm-hmm. Tooth <laughs> fillings were, and that's what they did. Yeah. And all of a sudden today, all of a sudden mercury is toxic. If you went into a dentist today, you wouldn't expect to get a mercury filling because yeah. we've learned, we've, technology is advanced. We have all these different things. X-rays used to give you a, a massive dose of radiation. All right. Yeah. And today they don't. All right. Yeah. So as these industries advance, so does technology, you know, we're doing the same thing. We we're, we're learning about the refrigerants
1: and we have to advance. We're not going to stand still. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's not going to stop. I mean, here's the thing. You can't be afraid of this change because you're going to get left behind. You, right. you big time. You, you just got to roll with it and you need to adapt yourself and, and understand that with all these new technologies, I was just saying this about another technology, you know, there's money to be made like, and, and, and honest money. To be made in this so right. educate yourself get in it and make some honest money because that's what we're all in business to do is to make honest money. So, so I, shit, these comments are rough, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah you, 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 you can't let the comments distract you. Holy no. cow, <laughs> no, you,
2: you, stay focused, stay focused. I'm trying.
3: All okay, right here. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. yeah, yeah, right. 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 Nice. guys are awesome in our chat, they're it's, awesome. Yes, the chat but, is
3: awesome. You guys keep it up. Yeah, hey, if yeah. you guys
2: do have any questions, make sure you put them in uh, big, bold letters and we'll ask Jason, like any anything <laughs> oh, geez. any questions i'm
3: a libra all right I... yeah
2: yeah <laughs> oh man like he, like he was talking about before the show yeah. he's a libra his sensing bulb really isn't that big but he you know he makes I have a decent transmission
3: line good power had decent body yeah, i regulated yeah. home it's all good
1: now <laughs> nice. wait wait speaking of that speaking of that aren't you kind of uh, an exercise freak right now i well, not right now. I've been for a while. Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. yeah, let's let's that. talk
2: about this because this has been on my actually, mind for quite some time.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. My bad. If you did that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't search for that.
1: Yeah. Don't search for that. Nobody oh, searches for goodness.
2: that. No, I don't um, wear
3: Crocs. I don't. Yeah, I, I wear boxer briefs and gym shoes. There you go. Good. I don't a wear normal. Pants. Normally,
1: right? You don't wear those like the 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 butt hugger ones. What are those ones? Boxer briefs. Oh, okay, yeah, no. I was uh, boxer that, briefs. Yeah, that's what I yeah. wear. I don't wear pants. That's what I don't wear. I'm not wearing pants now. I mean, it's all Assless
3: good.
2: Assless chaps. <laughs> now, that's the What, I do... what, oh, what there your, you go. what's your day look like here, Jason? <laughs> what's your day look like? So you get up at like what four a.m. Five thirty gym. So five thirty, you're hitting the gym. Like you seem like the gym you're here at the house. Yeah, home gym. Right. Like you seem like you're probably what, but uh buck eighty-five right now.
3: 175 yeah So okay Damn. so
2: 175 uh like he, the last couple of naked pictures i've seen he, i mean you seem pretty jacked so i mean you're you doing said well you were
3: not going to say anything about that
2: like i said at the <laughs> last, was like the ending of last right? show i need i need front and back picks all the way up all the way down fully frontal i mean wow and those it's just for my collection that's just you, for you,
1: me got yeah, you can't bring those up
2: i put that in this album that's called the spank bank <laughs>
1: oh jason so. you gotta admit right now that this is the best like zoom interview you've done right this <laughs> is like, the best a2o show i've ever done exactly oh, that's, right. that's what we were talking the, about yeah yeah the, the, the seven people watching this right now and they're getting so educated anyway on
2: let's get back to the hot oily oh. shirtless dude talk oh all right so you're all lathered up in oil i mean what's your diet look like I gotta know, like I know I, you work yes, out. Like
3: uh, it's a high protein diet, low fat, low sugar, no soda, no chips, no cookies, none of that. Can you have uh, goldfish crackers? now see that I avoid um <laughs> uh, quite a bit it's
2: because Dude, they're so goddamn not right. delicious. A lot of be.
3: salt, a lot of, yeah.
2: You know how many servings that is, right there, Chris? That is easily 800 calories in goldfish crackers.
1: Bro, yeah, the is- recommended serving size is like six on those. Like guys, I'm 100%. not being six sarcastic. individual pieces. I am not being sarcastic. I will eat three of these bags tonight. Like
2: that's not healthy. Nice. Man. I know. I'm <laughs> kind of run like about you.
1: 13, Dude, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to go to the doctor. I need to go get a physical because it's been like 13 years. So like
2: yeah. you're basically the Bam Margera <laughs> of this group right now oh, with yeah, your addiction.
1: Yeah, definitely. But like Great I bitch. said,
3: I still go into crawl spaces, addicts, do
1: jobs in closet. I I need to be able to move around, lift things, you know, cramp, you I, know I hear you a hundred percent because I'm hurting every time I go into a crawl space. I've had three back surgeries
3: feet. already. Oh, I don't want to do it again. But oh, so oh. Jason,
2: are you tracking calories? I know it's high protein or are you just tracking macro? I used
3: to when I started, um, mm-hmm. I'm to the point now where I don't have to, because I know what I should be eating. What? So I'm not on a diet. It's, it's conscientious eating, eat this. Yeah
2: like you have the metabolism of a gazelle and you're just (laughs) able to burn most things off like you can probably get skinny fat i think the the first time i saw you you were kind of like skinny fat and uh so i
3: used to weigh 207 pounds and uh, i i was all the way down at one point to 158 and then i put it back on and lean mass up to 175. so you cut like now you're bulking
1: 12 right now so
3: eat eggs
2: What's your, uh, your average, I don't know, calories per day, just, uh, so you're probably getting at least 200 grams of protein,
3: right? 2,500 calories.
2: Okay. That's, that's quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, Jeez,
3: Yes. That is key to the to the equation. That is the best. You That's good for your skin, but it's not so good for the waistline. You, you know and your I mean? comment,
2: the comments for the day. <laughs> you can't absorb calories through your glasses, right? That's what they say in the bukkake yep. films that I watch. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> Which Jason's wow. son, if you're watching, don't go film that. Just,
3: Dude, just, do. not Google that. Whatever don't he Google said, that. just yeah. yeah. one the wrong. other.
0: Night.
2: Just stick to kicking bitches out of cars. Don't He's Google 11, that bro. shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: I posted the ESCO oh. website. Oh, uh, oh, we yeah, guys- thank you yeah, for yeah. that. We yeah, guys- yes,
1: Education. you guys can check yeah, this, it out. This is going to be used for their promo. Oh, <laughs> my God. For their website, yeah. It's be highly added. This
3: whole video is going to be like
0: six minutes yes. long. There's, there's oh, going to no, be exactly. a
2: meeting on Monday about <laughs> you back. being a representative of the company.
0: Yep. There's a video yep. on there of um, – actually, you guys doing a little lab experiment about the uh, – the Yes, A3 Clifton did there. a flammability – uh test with the
3: air dusters he had four different refrigerants and he didn't he used uh, standard ignition sources that we would find in say a gas furnace like a a hot surface igniter a spark igniter uh those sorts of silicone nitride silicone carbide and most of the if you notice most of the time he couldn't get ignition unless he put the full torch to it and when he pulled the torch away it wouldn't stay uh lit uh, on most of them yes Hmm. so there is a good video there on flammability I'm <clears throat> while we're on the topic of A2Ls and, and not sidetracked, I will say that the number one way to, to is to seek out training. There are things to know. There are some things you should be doing. There are some things that you should have been doing. Um, <clears throat> but it's not as big of a deal as, as a lot of people are making it out to be. All right. Yep. We're going to see very similar to what we are working on right now. I mean, right now you would not, you should not. Go up to a 410 a system that's fully charged and put a torch to the line oh well, it's going to explode well it's going to do that no matter what is in the line all right if it's r22 yeah. or 410 no matter what's in the line if you put a torch mm-hmm. to that line it's going to burst <clears throat> and you're going to get flame from the oil and other things yeah. so and there's going to be other yeah
1: yeah you know uh, uh, you
3: Everyone says, "Oh, the tanks are in my van." Well, the pressures are very similar to the four hundred and ten A pressures yeah. you have now. So, if your four hundred and ten A tanks aren't exploding in the back of your van, you can expect that these tanks are not I love that argument. It's going to explode
2: van. in my van, like my acetylene or my oxygen or the gas. That's, that's the, the
3: mirror, other like, thing I don't get.
2: Like people are like,
3: "Well, I can't put this in my van." Listen, you drive around with oxygen and acetylene <laughs> and lithium-ion batteries in the back of your truck. And then you pull into a fueling station, you put 32 gallons of an A3 fluid into a service vehicle, and then you sit on it. Oh, yeah, and yeah. you drive mm-hmm. to the next job site, yeah. and you're not worried about it, and you're going to worry about this tank of 454B that's yeah. in the back.
1: Come on. Yeah. Come yeah. at me, bro. Are you ready? I, I think that, you know, Come one on. thing, too, I do want to – and yeah. we're not going to blame this on it. But one of the things, too, is, is that same ignorance that we were talking about at the very beginning – also exists in the supply houses not all of them but some of them there is some people out mm. there they're spreading a little bit of misinformation there's yes. there's supply houses that i can genuinely tell you that i walked into a nationwide or a, a west coast major supply house and i saw a sign that when blue on first came out saying that you could mix the two you could top it off like some supply houses do give oh wow incorrect information that's amazing. okay but there's also some good ones too just like if you guys go search information on the internet, there's shitty people making content. There's people that make kind of moderate content, right? And there's, you know, so it's everywhere. You just need to know how to read for that stuff and pay attention. Ask the questions. Don't just That's trust a question. what the supply house guy says. It works good. Ask them for the paperwork. Read the paperwork, you know?
3: So That's that is a good, good question that came up. Camorys <clears throat> did submit a, uh, as of, n- well, recently, the A2Ls are, still fall under the flammability class as far as international cocos of the 2.1 so they were required to be shipped upright mm-hmm. uh, however camors did get a petition to ship them horizontally um these tanks are going to be different from the 410a tanks the 410a when it it, it goes it has a rupture disc and when yeah. that rupture disc goes everything that's inside is now outside so the are 454 br32 tanks are going to have a, pre- a spring-loaded pressure relief valve that'll psh, psh, you know it'll hurt it. right I mean, it'll just let enough oh, out to keep the pressure down
2: but why is the position during shipping even
3: matter then you need to keep well conventional wisdom says you need to keep the prv in contact with the vapor space of the tank that if liquid were to enter the spring-loaded prv that there may be a malfunction there
2: pressure relief though no. so it must be like yes. on the side yeah or, if it's yeah. sideways and the liquid yeah, were to get you. in
3: there if the valve were to open would it cause problems with the opening you know it wouldn't be able to push closed
1: if there were liquid in there because the spring couldn't compress it yeah uh, the testing showed that it is perfectly safe now I, and i don't think this is going to be a bad thing but i really think that It's not here yet, but I feel like service vehicles are now going to eventually require some kind of ventilation, proper ventilation put into them too. Right
3: now, as of... For DOT
1: purposes, the only ventilation needed is on shipping. So if you're well, shipping more than 440 pounds, yeah. And the, the point that I'm saying though is, is eventually I think we're gonna get yes. to that point. And the reason it's not just because of this refrigerant, I mean the safety risk of all the refrigerants we've had in and our the and the oxygen yeah. and yeah. the acetylene and the map if gas. If you had a, propane, rupture, oh, a, you had a rupture of regular Great, refrigerants Austin. in your van, that's gonna put you out, you know. So
3: so as Deep. of now, there's no federal requirement on service vehicles for placards or ventilation <clears throat> um. The amount that you're allowed to transport as a technician under what's called MOT, materials of the trade, is 440 pounds. And that's not in one cylinder, obviously. It's in all of the cylinders your oxygen, your acetylene, your 454B, your 32, MAP gas, propane, all of that can't add up to more. If it's more than 440 pounds, you're no longer a service vehicle. You're now a transporter and you need the placards and the hazmat and all of that. Mm. That's interesting. I never heard that before. Yeah, we so called MOT. I was a number. What it's is it? 440. And the clause in DOT CFR 49 is called MOT, materials of the trade. It's what allows hey. welders to drive around
1: with yeah, all with the gases yeah. that they use.
2: Hey, there was a time uh, a couple of weeks ago where I probably had close to 500 pounds of uh, refrigerant on my truck.
1: Oh, I've, I've loaded trailers going to the supply house, buying a pallet when it was like super cheap. Oh, we that's right, yeah. Pallets on our trailer and drive it back to the shop. Get, get this, quick story. We used to keep, when we were super small, we just had a storage container that we ran as our like shop, right? and we would stack pallets of r22 in that storage container the container next to us caught on fire we got a phone call Ooh. we had probably <laughs> 40 drums of 22 in there hey see and you do the uh the the storage unit next to us caught on fire none of our tanks ruptured but the boxes turned black none of the, the pressure way, uh, blew on them Joe there is a twenty-five.
2: Joe's. he's dead now he exploded from uh... probably
1: yeah, from was it that the A2L iPad he was showing us mm-hmm. earlier? Yeah, yeah. He's he's battery well, He's happening. muted, so that means that he's having a phone call with uh, his boyfriend Ralph right now. Ooh. So <laughs> he's on the uh, the what'd you call it earlier? The dirty part of the internet. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the dirty part of the internet. That's what I, that's the places I like to frequent.
1: Yep, well, because we can see Joe, he, he's still in the show, but you guys can't see him. We could just see him like his avatar down in the bottom of the screen, so we know he's still there. He just bounced out for a minute. So,
2: like, now, like anybody with common sense, I only do these A2L and propane refrigerant jobs if I can have my refrigerant and tools transported to me in a Garda bank truck. Yeah, so I feel safer that way. And that's no go. go. But no. what, like, what okay. is just for just for laughs? What is the most dangerous which, the which refrigerant? Which any refrigerant can
1: that... be dangerous depending yeah, on what. dangerous. Yeah, uh, because...
2: explosions. You know, yeah, yeah.
1: Freezing your hands. I mean, every refrigerant has danger involved. The, which give one me is the, the hazard? Most... Is it toxic? Is it flammability? No, I don't is care it... about
2: poison. I I just like explosions. That's the one that I like.
3: Right, if you're looking for explosions, it's A threes. Okay, a, A1s, A2Ls are not going to explode. So, yeah, you can yeah, go on the, the scandalous internet scandalous and you can find
2: isobutanes uh, and the propane.
3: Yeah, 290, yeah, they're
1: usually in the.
3: And ammonia is pretty toxic if it leaks. Yep. I mean,
1: you'll wake you up. Those, you guys see some of those videos on the ammonia spills, like when the trains crash and it like corners a town? Have you seen? Oh my gosh, there was yeah. one yeah. where like cornered a bunch of people in a town. You got to like, be
3: careful, you'll wake up dead.
2: Have you have you ever heard of the diesel combustion effect, Jason?
3: (laughs) The D. From which side of the internet are we talking now?
2: This is from the clean side.
3: Okay, (laughs) explain.
2: So I don't know if I'm going to do it justice. It's been a while since I read up on it, but uh, I saw a video one time of um, these these guys pumping down a condenser for I think it was like a mini split of some sort, right? Um, Pumping it down and then it blew up and. Apparently, the reason it blew up was this thing called the diesel combustion effect, where if you are pumping a system down and you have the right mix of oil and oxygen that infiltrated the system and you're compressing that oil and that oil heats up to the point where it ignites the oxygen, it basically forms a bomb inside. Like it doesn't happen very often, obviously. Right. I'm
3: going to say that with A2 ls that's highly improbable because the LFL is extremely high. So you would need a boatload of air in the line.
1: In order to get to a, a flammable mixture, I like, mean, like, in that know, explosion you're talking about, Bill, though, didn't that happen because they were pressure testing with oxygen or something like that? Some, that's,
2: something something like why there that was, video, yeah,
1: they, yeah, they were there pressure were, there testing was, with oxygen and they didn't vacuum it down, and something weird happened there.
2: Yeah, because somehow oxygen was in the system, and that was like the main. Um, yeah. one
1: hey, the I, I main don't know road. how that. Hey, oh, hey, hey,
0: welcome hey. back. How'd that, how'd that I, go? we good. Good.
1: You
0: get your no.
3: ass raved right yeah. No? Never. No. So, Never. <clears throat> A2, listen, I'll, there's no. a lot of folks out there that are saying, listen, I'm just going to wait. A2Ls are, you know, this it's is going to get overturned. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's not, not it's this and, is not getting overturned. This is coming, and, and, and it's not, yeah.
2: Which, by the way, but, we need to get... Hat on the show sometime and make fun of him and so, talk about his stuff. And it's a, a it's amazing things. that
3: you guys get guests. We're like, we got to get this guy on and ream him.
2: Nobody's ever, <laughs> nobody's ever told us that before, Jason. That kind of hurts. <laughs> that kind of hurts me right in the feels, bro.
0: Now, I want, you know, before we uh, end anything, but I was just want to ask, do you think from your I guess smarts, do you think they're they're rushing it just a little bit? A little bit with the year right. mark. Here's because, what's
3: going on. Yeah. To give you a, a, like a 30,000 foot view. If you remember, when we went from 22 to 410, the first thing that was stopped was equipment production. And then refrigerant production continued for 10, 15 years beyond that. In this case, the EPA really couldn't stop the equipment production, but they could phase down under the AIM Act the refrigerant. Now we have a problem. We're phasing down the refrigerant, but we're still mass producing these units. And yep. we're creating a shortage of epic proportions. So that's where the technology transition will come. It's, listen, we can't keep making these units and putting them on the market if we're not going to have anything to put in them 10 years from now. Yeah. Right. So that's why the rush is on because the phase down for the refrigerants already started and the equipment is still full blast. Yep. And we have to really slow that train down to try and make sure that there isn't this giant shortage.
0: And, and, and one way of
3: doing that is recover and reclaim the refrigerant
0: yeah yeah and hold it don't yeah. hold
3: it no no you gotta holy shit. don't say that
2: <laughs> Maybe, like hold it and like just keep it in a storage facility for the future
1: so you Listen, can continue to use it We okay, yeah but but you, you gotta you gotta start understanding that these changes do have a greater good there's a reason why these changes are happening yes we also need to understand that you know th- we do have some sort of responsibility at least in attempting to you know solve some of these problems i want to say this i want you to look at this
3: in a different way and this is what i try to explain to people i'm like all right it's the gwp of this and they're like what's gwp and it's like it's the global warming potential oh global warming that shit don't exist that's not real i want you to think of this when you vent the heel of a tank or you vent a system i want you to think of that as pollution let's call that pollution All right, because that's what it really is. It's not global warming. It's pollution. It's global pollution. That's what we're doing. We all have to. You probably polluted your pants numerous times as we've been sitting here, but I'm not going to say enough because I can't (laughs) smell it through the microphone.
2: If you if you count all the dribbles, then yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My (laughs) point is, we all got to breathe this air and we're all letting this, you know, the stuff that's leaking into the air that's causing global warming and has GWP. Let's call it for what it is. It's frigging pollution. It is Mm -hmm. air pollution, Period.
1: There's, there's no questions about that. And we do have some responsibility to try to make things a little bit healthier. Look at some other countries that don't have as stringent um, environmental laws like we do. And you can't even see two miles in front of you. Yeah, across the there. street in some places. Yeah, it's, it's insane. So, like, we do have some sort of a responsibility here. Even though it's frustrating, even though it's scary. Come on, let's be honest. I know we're grown men, but it's scary because you don't know what's going to happen. I mean... Like- but 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 I mean, the important thing to remember is 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 just keep going at it and don't be afraid. You gotta just embrace it. It, it blows my breeze. mind. Like on
2: a, uh, a slight rant here, it, it blows my mind that there's honestly any fear, even with like the scary propanes and isobutane refrigerants. Why is there any fear of doing it? Like I understand a little bit of hesitation. Like the first time I was brazing a system back shut, and I was pulling the service ports off, and I had to pinch shit and do this yeah. and bra Like there was some hesitation, but. I think honestly, one time I didn't have the line pinched off very much, and like, yeah, I did die. But when I came back to life, it was just like a little candle, like a little tiny baby candle flame. I'm like, oh wow, that's it, huh? Like,
1: all you needed was new boxers, right? I mean, that's it, that's it, man. You got to admit too, though, like, there's a little bit of that little boy that like to start fires. You you get a little satisfaction when Mm -hmm. you when you do everything right. Like it's it's an intriguing, weird feeling. But when you do everything right, taking all the gas out, sweeping it with nitrogen. And then you have to unsweat this one section of pipe. You try to cut everything else out, and you unsweat that little one section. There's a little flame. It's kind of cool to see, but it's not an explosion, right? <laughs> right it's I mean, a, it's, and it's because you did your best. But I mean, there's some fun in that too. You know, what's even Listen, better
2: is like you don't have to recover it. You know, I'm talking about like propanes. You know, like yeah. You don't have to yeah. I,
1: I gotta tell you though, like even though I'm not afraid of the explosion, I I truly am. When I vent refrigerant in an in an open space in a restaurant, I'm not afraid of it exploding. I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking, dude, how much of this am I breathing in, right? And that can't be good. Like, so it's interesting. My fear, my fear is not the venting of the refrigerant because if it's going to explode, but it's because you eat standing in a room, of goldfish you know?
2: crackers. And you're like, <laughs> well, this is okay though. Right.
1: You you gotta you, you don't like you don't go cold turkey, okay? You you, you <laughs> Yo, get a little bit out of time, right? It's kind of like I, when you you know when you when you're done with heroin, it's down to <sighs> methadone, right? And then it's and then it's a transition. Come on. Holy shit. <laughs> wow.
0: I, I think there was gonna be a year probably, probably the next couple of years, I guess, we will be having our, our companies are gonna be carrying more tanks in the truck, I guess, because we're gonna have 410. We might still that have is our 20. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's interesting. Let Four, me stop you there. R32. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Pause on. for a second. A lot of people are asking about so what am I gonna put in a 410 system if 410's being phased down? And the answer as yeah. of now is 410. 410 for just that equipment like period there is no replacement for
1: 410a i mean in 410a system
2: look how long ago they stopped making r22 i can still go buy r22 a decade later
1: yeah but this is different this this is different the way that they're phasing it down though so you know it the- is so to give you an idea
3: i want you to think of it as a bank account all right mm-hmm. and it's based on gwp so each refrigerant is assigned a gwp based on its
2: Global warming potential,
3: global warming, yes. So, for example, 410a is 2088, all right. <clears throat> and what that means is 410a has 2088 times the ability to trap heat in the atmosphere than CO2 by itself. CO2 has a GWP value of one. So, if you see like 404a, it's like 4000. So, 404a has it's actually like 39 something, uh, 3900 times. The ability to trap heat in the atmosphere than CO two by itself.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. So what they do is, as the phase down goes, they'll they have allotments for the different manufacturers. You get this much, you get this much, you get this much, and the manufacturer says, "All right, well, I have this many credits. I can make six tanks of this, five tanks of that, four tanks of that, and I'm out of my credit, whatever it has." So they get to decide what they're going to manufacture again, based and each one of those tanks pulls from your credits like a
1: bank account yes now, adam this,
3: does look quite different i do i i yeah look we'll this, discuss the later common, thing
1: this comment is an understatement
3: okay so,
1: from uh another country right and so basically we think we have strict rules go to europe not even close go not to europe. even like, close I've i mean been... come on we are lame when it comes to mm-hmm. our rules now they may seem strict to us but i don't that's just our way i'm going to, go. to tell you that i was we're going to keep this as as anonymous as possible
3: i was (laughs) at a gathering at a place with some people Mm -hmm. all right those people were hvac technicians and they were from other countries yeah when i said that i was a technician from the united states they all laughed and i didn't get it at first and i'm like what's so freaking funny you know what i mean what do you guys do i look funny am i here to do i and they're like you guys aren't technicians i'm like what are you talking about i was like you guys don't even need to." go to
2: school <laughs> dude Man. that's a hundred percent
1: accurate i i honestly honestly think oh, oh, i want to get to a question real quick before i say that what about um isn't there some changes coming with the epa license too the yeah. oh, 608 yeah is is yeah. there isn't there gonna be eventually some sort of uh period where you have to retest there's a possibility of that well, i don't per- think that's a bad thing though i really well don't. it's
3: different though it's not under 608 so it's The Clean Air Act, Section 608 of the Clean Air Act, is an environmental law. It's an environmental legislation. The AIM Act, on the other hand, has a bunch of different sections. And in one of those sections, so everyone's like, well, we need to take a uh, training for these flammable refrigerants for safety. And everyone says, well, the EPA can't regulate that. That's OSHA for safety. Under the AIM Act, subsection H, one of the directives, so... For those of you that don't know, the AIM Act was passed through Congress, Senate, signed by President. And what it is, it's a list of things to do. It says to the EPA here, these are the things that you have to do. We want you to accomplish these things by these dates. You guys come up with a way to do it. And then the EPA has got to come out with all these rulings that meet all of these demands that are in the AIM Act. One of the demands, if you will, or the requirements in subsection H is to ensure technician and end user or consumer safety. And under that subsection age, they can, through that authority, require some sort of safety training and certification to ensure, again, technician and consumer safety. So they are currently accepting for another 10 days comments on should they put out training? If so, how should it be done? What kind of requirements should they be? How, you know, they're looking for feedback for a future ruling to come out with. So you still have to get your 608. But you would also need this additional training for the flammable refrigerants. I kind of feel like
2: whatever additional training they have, even if it's similar to the six hundred eight, which is simple, it's just a, it's so simple. It's such my daughter passed it. She's
3: sixteen. She's never picked up a set of gauges, but she passed the six hundred eight. Like
2: whatever other testing they're going to require, I'm sure I can fill it out with a crayon and be fine. (laughs) So I'm not even concerned with that at all. And, And I'm not a genius, by the way. Like that's,
1: I I don't.
0: You guys are fine tech. So you guys could do amazing if you guys had even the schooling. I'm rehab, gonna say this. Yeah, go ahead. If we wanna be classified as a skilled
3: trade, we're going to have to prove that we have skills. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Your doctors have nine certifications on the would you, if you're sitting in the doctor's office and like, all right, we're gonna have the surgery, like, well, this is my first one. And you're looking at the doctor, like, this is your very first one. He's like, yeah, it'll probably be okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you
3: okay with that? Or a lot of people say, when you go to the dentist and the dentist, this guy gets up out of the chair and leaves and you sit down and he's got his tools Are those the same tools you work on his teeth with? Because his teeth were messed up. I don't want those tools in my mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a certain level of professionalism, if you will, to be called a skilled trade, so to speak. And we want to be that.
2: In most places, sorry to keep cutting you off, Joe, but uh, here in most places, like you can literally... I can wake up tomorrow and be like, boom! I'm an HVAC technician. Now I well, do here have to have. in
1: California, you yeah. The only thing you have to have in California is a contractor's license, that's, right? And all that requires that's, is that's liability
2: insurance. Permits. Yeah, that's yeah. only to pull permits, though. Like at least here, one hundred
1: and ten percent, my friend.
2: Like 100%. I can do service all day long, fuck up it's, bunches and bunches of shit.
1: They call themselves. I'm handyman. a tech, whatever a handyman.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a handyman. It, it, it,
0: those are the couple of things I wish you guys could adopt from Canada. You guys got to admit. And the other thing you guys should adopt from Canada. Canada is, is
3: pretty strict. I actually wrote their their A2L program. Canada sweet. is for AHRI, Very. their A2L training program. I actually developed it for AHRI. To get AHRI. Refrigeration,
0: refrigeration mechanic commercial. You got to do the yes. same amount of hours of electric, uh, electric uh, electrical training. Uh, they train. have stiff requirements. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. over 9,000 hours plus a test, the final test, which is a lot of work. I think Five that years. would have
1: been a great rule to have in the United States. It's amazing. States. Like, it it yeah. leans
0: on a lot of people. Trust me.
1: Yeah. Like, the other thing up. you
0: guys could adopt is this.
3: Oh, yeah. Refillable cylinders. Don't give That was a huge loss. Like, how is that
1: fucking why hard, hard er- is here?
0: it? How hard is it?
2: You know how is much that we that like you to throw shit earlier? away in America?
3: Yeah. I will tell you this. Not for nothing. We can't even keep up right now. Um manufacturing production and material wise with the current market and demand for recovery tanks let alone dispose i mean we probably sell 20 30 40 50 million pounds of virgin refrigerant per year so how many tanks would that require like that to be produced between now and say 2025 we couldn't do that if we made tanks 24 hours a day seven days a week at every facility across the u.s in two years never gonna happen i just had a
2: great idea so Have you guys ever seen the freestyle Coke machines where you can go up and you can like just dial in like, I want a cherry Coke vanilla, boom, refillable refrigerant. You go up to this machine, Plug it in, and you can just make your own refrigerants. Like, I want a little bit of propanes, a little bit of 22, 33, and I'll shoot it in there. With 33 a of,
1: just putting out random numbers. You're, you're just, like you're just, you're just in there. You're just taking it back to the fountain soda suicide you used to get. Exactly. A
3: it's called exactly. a
1: toenail in a bar. You have that thing in the where they throw oh, the shots, and yeah, at the end yeah. of the night,
3: it's got all that weird shit on it, and you drink and it. it. Yeah, that's and what that's a called. A toenail.
2: But, yeah. I bet, oh. I bet. But, you know, real quick, we'll get back on to uh, how Americans are. Mostly unskilled <laughs> and dumb. According to Jason, everybody, not that's not that. my words. Jason's uh, official statement is oh, we're unskilled and dumb.
3: We don't have the same requirements as a lot of other countries do. And especially on the training side, come on. If all you need to do is pass a, signal, I, like I said, my dog could pass but, it. He's pretty smart. Though. I'll give him that. He that's can, that's he can not to
1: stuff. say, but, but we are, we are being funny, but that's not to say that there isn't great contractors out there. There are, but it's, yes, just those that there are, people. there is a lot yeah. of people yeah. that do it right. Yes. And I want to commend those people while we're here. Yep. You guys that do it right,
3: that are employing breast practices, doing the things you're supposed to do. I give you a thumbs but up. For the most
2: right. part, there is no bar. Like there's, basically no bar of entry like no, unless you want no. to pull a permit then like we were talking about you I have didn't to have a tell you though by. that
1: as much as i hate it social media has been serving a little bit of a purpose in raising the bar because people mm. do get to see things that they never would have seen before so my border colleague yeah. well hey wait wait to be fair to be fair in my area you still to this day can go get an epa test from a supply house that'll hand you the test and the answers. Yes. And send you so home depressing. with us. Beautiful. That is so it depressing. still exists in my area. And you so. want to, I want
3: $50 an hour because I'm a skilled. Yeah. What did you yeah. how'd you pass the test? Well, the guy gave me the answers.
0: Yeah. But that's what's crazy. How you guys in some some states are get paid very well. Like you are a licensed mechanics. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised you guys are able to get that good pay with no license.
2: Isn't it? It's nuts. Like you can be a complete dumb shit <laughs> and go through like in in certain parts of the industry, like you can go through an apprenticeship for five years, change filters for five years, come out and like you have to pass a little bit of testing. But like, let's be real. Like the testing isn't that terrible for the most part. Yeah. Get top dollar. You know.
3: Yeah, I agree. Paul. I want to say this. A lot of people that are saying to change is this. I'm seeing a lot of comments. Why are we changing? So there's two. The one thing I want to hey, get out of the Mark, way. You
2: spelled dong wrong. There's an N in there.
3: Oh. Oh. Well um, then,
0: I want to say that
3: you you told oh man you told I missed that and I'm
0: glad I did. (laughs) Something wrong and yeah.
3: Oh wow.
1: So So a lot of people say the
0: only reason
3: that we're changing refrigerants is because the patents ran out. All right. Come at me, bro. We're going to fight over that because I'm going <laughs> to tell you now.
2: The patents ran out. I don't know if yes, I heard well, that it's one. It's like months ran paper. out. That's
3: why they're saying. Oh. Yeah, they're saying you that. Know how many billions paper. it costs a refrigerant manufacturer to retool a refrigerant yeah. no, no. facility to go from one refrigerant to another. Yeah. It has nothing to do with patents. Yeah. It's a government yeah. directive that says, listen, here's your new target. And then 10 years later, here is your new target. Again, based on what we've learned and where we're going, there's going to be a new target. And the refrigerant manufacturers have to respond by doing this. They're not, oh, the patent on 410A right now. So they're going to change and get rid of 410A and go to something else. That has absolutely nothing to do with it. All right. There's no propane in refrigerants, and it ain't because the patents ran out. So take that, tell it to a bunch of other people and spread that stuff on social media.
2: Like this just spraying in my brain. You know, if we had a higher bar in America and all the technicians had, um, you know, they had to get actual education. They had to pass actual tests and get actual contractor's license. Like, wouldn't that lead to a lot less misinformation spreading?
3: Yes. It, In theory, yes. Yeah.
2: In theory. There was like,
3: another comment that came up about insurance. Oh, my, my insurance is going to go through the roof. Listen, we've been using A2Ls in cars for like the last five to eight years, and your car insurance hasn't gone up because of it. We've had A3s in our refrigerators and freezers in our homes for the last five, six, seven years. R32 in our window units and wall units since 2015. And our homeowner's insurance hasn't gone up. Hmm. All right. These things are designed so that they are safe. There is safety in design. Now, I will say this, that all units are created equal and then they're installed. And where the dangerous things happen is based on the service and installation. From the factory, they are safe, all right? When you put that, you know, Petro in your truck, you're not worried about your truck starting on fire. You've got an A2L in the engine that's running around, a very hot engine, spark plugs, belts, all kinds of, you know, ignition. So, And we don't have – you have no problem putting the key in the ignition
1: and driving to the next mm -hmm. stop. But I'm going to say one thing, you know, and I – i realize it's what the manufacturers i think need to do a better job okay i know they're doing their best but manufacturers of equipment need to do a better job of helping with the education yes you have the um high volume manufacturers that sell to um home service companies and they're instigating the problem by by giving them incentives and not training them you know so that they're they're doing improper work so i in my opinion the manufacturers need to do a better job of actually educating um the industry and helping to solve this problem too in that same vein I will say that
3: everyone says, oh, the EPA, this, that. Listen, the EPA accepts comments on every proposed rule that comes out. They yes. listen to what yes. you have to say. You just as long to. as you don't say some dumb shit like, man, this is stupid. I don't yeah. agree with this. You think, do you think it? it's stupid. I get yeah. it. But they will listen to comments, petitions, things. I mean, there's an open comment period now in the training and the new proposed rule. Uh, the EPA is very receptive to constructive criticism and comments. I'm going to
0: put that out there. Yeah. The other, the other thing I, I'm worried about as well is um, everybody wants a piece of the pie. So there's going to be R32 that's made by who? R32. Is uh, Daikin or who who makes R32? Well, Arkham makes it for Daikin right now. Okay. And then you got it to 454, which is not who makes 454. Wait, so,
1: wait, wait 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 real quick let's address yeah. this comment right here will a contractor be liable removing flammable sticker on a dyken and wall unit that's the I same mean, thing if you cut the thing off a mattress if you cut yeah the, you what know, if you take the tag you know, off the like experiment that it plugs into the wall you know i mean I, and we're not trying to be a jerk but you know that there's inherent risk in everything that we do as a contractor. that's one thing you
3: have to Get used to as a technician that there are going to be flame symbols and there's going to be warnings on the side of things. So when you show up at the supply house and you pick up this unit and it says caution flammable to be worked on, and you're like, Oh shit, that's not what I ordered. Yes, it is. This so exactly I was just
1: working is. the other day with on a bar reach in, and I had to go do a startup on a bar reach and that had just been installed. The contractor, they had a maintenance guy you know, set it down on the the place, right? Then they had a beverage company come out and drill all the lines for the beer taps and everything. And then I had to come out and start up the equipment, R290. And the beverage company drilled within a 16th of an inch of a liquid line with a hot hole saw through stainless steel. He went through and just went right by it. I mean, push the refrigerant line. There's nicks in it. I have a video of it. And it's like, so there's manufacturers, again, need to do a better job of helping to educate the industry. So, you know, you're selling this equipment. They need to do, they need to do better. They're, 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 you know, making progress, but. This is something,
3: again, there's training available. A lot of, there's two types of training that you're going to get. There's going to be the basic refrigerant and safe handling training. And then there's going to be the unit specific that this is how our unit is going to work from the manufacturer. We have at ESCO, And we're not the only ones, but I prefer if you use ESCO, but you don't have to. There's a lot of other companies that have A2L training certification. It's not new. This shit's been out for like two years. I I keep beating the drum. We've had this for two years.
2: There's a lot of
3: information out
2: there. It's hard to find good technicians now. Let's say tomorrow we just like, boom, tomorrow, all of a sudden, everybody has to be licensed, uh, mechanical contractor's license. You have to have these certifications and all all this stuff, right? imagine like what it's going to be like as far as uh the field of technicians in the in the population
3: that was a good comment that just came up it says this common sense have a trend listen i'm going to give you this little analogy maybe to and then it says <clears throat> when you die it's not hard on you all right because you're dead it's hard on those around you your loved ones your family your friends all right but you you're dead you don't know how hard it is it's the same thing when you're stupid
2: <laughs> that's a very yeah, good one. That's, yeah. yeah.